I pray for this one on a mountain. This one on the mountain. Taking pictures on my phone. Taking pictures on my phone. For a number I don't even got. For a number I don't even got. For a number I don't got no more. For a number I ain't got no more. It all happened how. It all happened how. It all happened how the way it's supposed to go. Now what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Me vs. Me podcast. Uh, And today... I'm here to tell you guys about my unhealthy relationship with coffee, okay? So this is what I know, all right? Uh, it's okay. Let me actually speak into the microphone so that way people can hear me better. So uh, I have a unhealthy relationship with coffee, right? You can kind of see it on my teeth. Probably not, right? Because I'm probably like too self-conscious. Let me, let me hold this real right? Or maybe I have an unhealthy relationship with work, right? I like to overdo everything because I like to get stuff done. And to me, that feels awesome, right? But the problem is sometimes it kind of like affects my personality. And I tend to feel like sometimes people don't know how to appreciate that unless they really try to get to know me. And it's the same thing with all of us, right? Because you can have uh, something that maybe people don't always think is attractive but the people who know you actually think that it's one of your most attractive qualities, right? Well, I mean, maybe not my teeth, but like maybe the fact that I like I like to work a lot and stuff. Uh, or maybe there's other things about me that are more attractive than my unattractive qualities. Uh, I think it's very important to be able to identify what it is inside of you that makes you who you are. Because, for example, if you're making music or if you're um, if you're creating content right? You have to have something to pull from, but you have to know where to look to pull from it. Uh, I think that's very standard, actually, unless you're like, um, I don't know, like a dancer or something. But then again, even actors kind of got something in them where they're like, uh, let's see, even actors sometimes got that thing where it's like that special place they draw from. Uh, and I think just being able to tap into that is a very important place. Uh, I went to a seminar today, you know, that's why I got the, the Richie, the Richie logo, right? It was for, uh, my boss's company, right? Uh, he has a personal friend who's also like a consultant for the company. Uh, man, the guy really blew my mind. And because of it, I was able to kind of have a conversation with somebody outside, like on our lunch break and stuff. She blew my mind. And then when I went back in, I got my mind blown again. So the whole day I was just kind of like, let me take a nap. Like I'm. I want to cry. I want to just be happy. I want to just go take a nap because stuff crazy. But realistically, I'm just being funny. The whole time I'm tapped in, and it was very incredible. Uh, and so they were talking about stuff. Well, he was talking about stuff that was very similar. And then I, I took a look at it, and I'm like, wow, like some of the stuff I read in the Bible, other stuff that, you know, is very trendy on, on TikTok or Instagram. It's circulating. It's very current. Right. But it's always it has to do with a lot of spiritualism. And I think that we're we're kind of going through this place right now where everybody's kind of like no longer affected by some of like the harsh conditions that life used to have. Now, people can actually just be themselves or learn who they are, especially with COVID, because that's what slowed everything down. And then that pretty much made all this stuff happen for the people who were. Um, oh, let me let me move this up so you guys can hear me better. Uh, for the people who didn't have no chill before COVID, COVID taught them chill the hard way. 
And some of us, you know, you know, you know, we didn't lose anybody, but there were a lot of families who lost a lot of people, man. And my condolences, if you were a part of that, that, um, you know, that wave. Uh, and I also know a lot of people who were in the medical field, man, it, it changes lives, you know, uh, being vaccinated, not being vaccinated, not really knowing where to go with things, them needing you for like a lot of hours. Uh, on top of the fact that, you know, you may or may not have like certain beliefs, but nevertheless, people in front of you or even your own personal family are maybe dying in some states, you know, in some, in certain places and stuff. So it's just very chaotic. But then that kind of brought around this like, oh, dang, I'm at home. What I do type noise. So I think it's very interesting, very, very interesting indeed, because I kind of worked through COVID the whole time. Right. Before COVID, I was I was doing some stuff. And then like uh, I was just kind of praying for a chance, praying for a break. And then I got this opportunity at this uh, this utility company where I was inspecting the power poles. So that was my birthday gift to myself, as I called it. Uh, but it was really good because it was a blessing, man. I'm telling you. Uh, and you know, I got on that, got on that, went upstate, uh, not not upstate, but uh, you know, I went up north. And uh, the whole time, I'm just working, but I'm seeing people on the down. People are collecting EDD. Uh, it's fascinating stuff because you know, there's people that are like no longer around because of it, and their family they had to cope, so they had to like you know, do other things that maybe like was even part of like the, the plan originally. And I think all that stuff's like super amazing because, you know, we can't get back to people who we lost, but we can definitely for sure say a prayer for them and uh, then continue forward. Uh, once, you know, everybody's kind of like, okay and stuff. And some of us will never be okay for some of the stuff we experienced. But I think what I'm saying is like, once, once we kind of like most of us, some of us got past that stuff, um, you know, it was a beautiful thing. It not to say that we lost people was a beautiful thing, but the fact that like we had to stop and then it created this vibe where it's like, dang, like, you know, maybe people went to their spirituality or people really got into their sexuality because like, you know, now they have an opportunity to kind of just like spry or no, I'm sorry, go out or they're not supposed to go out, but they were going out like me. I was going out. Uh, and that's not a good thing. So, you know, that's just what it was, though. And I think the mentality changed, like something shifted around the whole world. And even now you see people that still wear masks and stuff, mandates, vaccinations, all this incredibly, incredibly enormous stuff to the mind, the mentality. So it's like, where do you put it all right? So I think that, you know, now it's it's kind of affected the infrastructure of the way we think. And, you know, the imagination is like it just took off. Like people are bored at their house. They're on TikTok. Oh, let me just make a little quick 30 second video dance video. Right. That's why I got on it, because I heard a video where Pop Smoke was like, I love TikTok. Right. So I was like, look, if a dude like that can get on TikTok, then I'm going to get on it, too, because I'm not too cool. I'm not cooler than Pop Smoke. So I check out the video and I'm just like, all right, this stuff. And I studied. I literally studied TikTok for like probably like 24 hours. This is when I had just stop working at my other job where I was inspecting power poles before I got into this job where I'm at. I'm in construction, by the way. Uh, but so I was in that and I was kind of like on my downtime and I was just chilling. I was like, cool. Whoop, 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 do. And then, uh, just researching this, what I call research is really just kind of like fucking, uh, what's the word? There's a word for it. Um, just kind of wasting time on TikTok. But enough to get addicted, 
but also realize what it is that like the characteristics about it. Right. So familiarizing myself with something that's very foreign, very new, but also being able to have an opinion while I can find, I can, I can feel myself like gaining more of an attraction for it. And then I just become more involved. And now I'm like, Oh wow. Like this is actually something that I can invest my time into. Plus at the time I was still trying to like record myself. So it, you know, it was all just a shift for me anyways. Uh, I know a lot of people were already famous before they got on TikTok. I'm not saying I'm famous, but people were famous before they got on TikTok that once they got on there, it was just like, boom, it's another platform. And then, you know, with all of the current trends that have been going on with like the internet lately, people have platforms now. They have a social influence. They can go on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all these things that a lot of the older people are scared to kind of like get into and stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, no, 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 no. It's very important for people who, especially if you want to get yourself out there, man. I was talking to my buddy at uh, his name Safari Dave. Shout out, bro. Shout out, man. Uh, he he's a comedian, man, and he works with tigers. Cool dude, man. Real humble, real sweet dude. But like, you know, what I mean, he's around tigers all day, so like, th- those are his, the themes of his jokes and stuff. Real cool dude. And uh, so we're talking about like, you know, platforms and stuff. And he's like, you know, I never really got into it. Plus, with the whole, like, security settings and stuff about TikTok, like, he wasn't com- comfortable with it. I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm 28. Stuff like this doesn't matter to me. Anything valuable I really have on my phone is probably going to be, like, what? Debit card numbers? I go get a new one. Whatever. Just erase TikTok. Like, it's not a big deal to me. Right? Most of the crazy stuff is up here anyway. So, like, I don't care. And if, you, if you're going to hack the phone, you're going to hack it anyways. Like, it doesn't matter. What? Just throw the whole phone away? Like it's going to happen, but, uh, I guess it's a little bit easier for me to say that than, you know, I don't know, maybe there's like more important stuff on his phone. So, you know, if you guys are trying to hack a phone, make sure you guys hack it. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. But, uh, you know, so like, there was like a whole, like uh growth in, on TikTok and stuff like that. And then I found myself sometimes like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna make a video, right? Because I've watched enough. I kind of know what's going on. I'm like, let me make a video. And I didn't know what to make a video about. Like, you look at my first videos, I'm just kind of like random, you know. And I, I call it like self-creative stuff, but it's not really relevant to what the uh, what the stuff's going on. Not that it's a bad thing. It's just that it's like, it's when you're still learning how to use all of the effects, the filters, the gadgets, the gizmos and whatnot, you know. Pretty much bring some life into your content. You're just kind of creating like stuff that's like, still life art even though it's in video form because it doesn't really produce that much unless you're kind of like doing like a walkthrough or a tutorial or maybe kind of explaining your lifestyle and stuff me i was kind of like randomly speaking into the freaking the the front part of my phone like what's up, what's up, blah, 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 blah. it's boring right nobody wants to see that and i still do the same shit hence why you're you're facing me from the front and not the side no i'm just kidding so you know it's like at that point what do you make and I think being able to get to know yourself and then be able to draw from wherever you're going to, you, whatever you're going to, what's the word, whatever you're going to draw from to get you what you want to be is something you have to identify in yourself. And it's like writer's block, right? Uh, oh, I hate that stuff because it could be the thing you love the most. Like for me, that's music, right? Uh, or like, I just like being creative. So sometimes like me and my buddies would be talking and in my head, I'm like producing, not producing, but like I get ideas for like TikTok videos in the middle of us talking. And then my brain will take me on like a fucking three to 10 second, like, 
like imagining it in my head and my friends are just looking at me like all right so we're gonna ignore him right now because he's being weird right now and i'm just like uh you know it's just i forgot what what was it where there's like a video of like an elephant or something and then like there's like this little uh there's like this little uh freaking i don't know like this little animal it's like kids movie and it comes out of the bushes and there's like like and they poop rainbows and spit out butterflies or something and they're like that's nice katie like she just goes back in the bushes she's like oh that's me i'm katie no i'm just playing so uh basically the reason why i'm saying all this stuff is because you know writer's life sometimes is a pain in the ass and you got to be able to visualize where it is that you want to go with it without looking outwards you gotta look in man and I know that sounds a little harder than it actually is, or it sounds a little easier than it actually is, but um, it's not that hard. I think if you're ever on a day, if you ever have a day where your life is just not as bad as maybe the other days, you can kind of tap into that zone and be like, all right, cool. You know, what, what makes me happy? What's the stuff that makes me smile? How do I establish something that's going to continue to make me smile if I do more of it? Or like me, I made my music for me and then I shared it with the world because the music that I made was like a, it was a rest. It was a, it was a break. It was something that I could go there and then just chill. And then it's my music. So it's like, oh damn, you know, like, and then the problem became like, how do I share that with the world? Right. In reality, it's like, you just fucking find a distributor, put it out there and stuff like that. No. For the more creative mind state, it's a little bit more fragile because you don't want other people's opinions to kind of ruin what it is that makes you feel happy or special inside. So, you know, you draw from this place and you don't want anything to ruin it. But when you can't figure out what to what to what to uh, what to say, then that's where I feel like, oh, OK, cool. You're probably having some issues. So being able to identify certain stuff in you, like what makes you happy, man? What, what makes you happy? What makes you smile? What kind of foods do you like? Can you go somewhere and be all right if you're at the front of the line and it's your time to pay, but you got like four people behind you and you know what's going to, and you know they're about to hand you some change. Do you just throw everything in your pocket or do you kind of like move over to the side and kind of, you know, that's what I do. I'll kind of like step off to the side and then I'll just like put everything back. But like if the person next to me wants to go, it's cool. But, uh, you know. It's just a little bit of a like a, a give or take for me at that moment because I know if it's like super busy, I might just stuff everything in my pocket and on my way out the door. If I got like one hand free, I'll put it back in my wallet and bam, that's that. Move forward and stuff. Uh, but you know, like having that conversation with yourself, like what type of movie theaters do you go to? Does it matter? Do you like the ones where you gotta uh pay a little bit extra and you can recline in the seat or do you not care you just want to save some money but you want to see a good uh you want to see a big picture so you just go like the dollar theaters or something you know and uh just go watch the movie you want to watch and that's it you know or maybe you like the comfort of your home so you're like scouring the internet to find the uh the free version of it right because there's always those those websites where you can watch like all the latest movies that came out i mean every now and again you might see a head pop up in the middle of it and then you're just like jump fuck what's wrong with you like okay you know probably got a little shoddy right here you know what i mean or if you are a little shoddy then you probably got like homie over there and stuff and you guys are just kicking it you know comfortable probably wearing like twinsy pjs god i'm so lonely no I'm just 
so basically, you know, you can have like those type of moments and then really, really feel like, oh, damn, that feels really good. That feels really positive. And then be able to produce more stuff that makes you feel like that, I think, is where uh, the sauce is. Because, I mean, they even say when there's stuff that you want to do, you kind of emulate who's already doing it. And then pretty much uh, I think I've heard people say some very interesting stuff like emulate it. And then make your version of it, and then it'll never be like it is, but eventually you'll create your own stuff. That's real. I can appreciate that. Or, you know, just do your own thing, and then eventually when, uh, you know, you kind of make it to where you want to go, you'll have your own style. That's real. But what's real to you, right? Does it matter if you're kind of feeling like you're copying cat someone? Or does it matter if everything's so authentically you that if anybody even says anything that sounds like it, you'll know where they got it from? That's my style for sure. Uh, you know what I mean? Cause I think certain people just make everything so much better, right? Uh, and that's because they have their own things in their brain of how they receive it. So when they say it, it sounds funny to us, right? And they might have a, a good time doing it, but that's just their brain automatically versus some of us, we got to kind of think and then be able to like free up our mind from like ego, pride and blah, blah, blah. And then you're just like, um, oh, it's not that deep. And then you just start cracking jokes too. Bah, 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 bah. Next, you know, people are laughing and like, I was being serious. <laughs> I was fucking being serious. Why are you laughing at me? Why are you laughing? No. But uh, So, you know, like, or sometimes you are cracking jokes because you want to make the people laugh. And it's like, you know, you, you kind of had to, like, be uncomfortable with trying the new element to make the people laugh. And then you kind of felt a little bit more comfortable. People saw it was more you. So they just felt like they could relate a bit more. And that just kind of got the people going. Right. Uh, more experiences come in life, but I think the, the stuff that really makes you feel like special, uh, is the stuff that makes you feel good. And the stuff that makes you feel bad is not always what we strive for, but sometimes it's good learning. And, you know, that's the stuff that outside that comfort zone stuff, it's not always bad. Uh, it just feels bad sometimes, but it's not always bad. Right. A boxer be in the gym doing some stuff that hurts their feet, hurts their toes and stuff. It feels terrible. But don't it look good on TV? That UFC fighter that you saw that just uh, uh, tapped it out. Don't that shit look nice? Right. My boy was in there rolling, getting his face beat up by like an eight year old for like fucking months before he even got good at that arm bar or something. Right. And I'm only speaking from personal experience. Uh, But that's just me, though. For you guys. I don't know, man. Like, you know, do what you want, but just make sure it doesn't hurt nobody. Uh, unless you're that eight-year-old who pretty much made me tap, then, uh, you know what I mean? Good shit. Good shit. Time me a valuable lesson. Don't punk on nobody. Because you never know what they know and shit. Nah. That's not really what I was going to say. But, you know what I mean? Just do what you want. Find that place. But be comfortable enough to know that you're not the best at it. And that's fine. Because I think that takes a level of confidence. Uh, and believe me, it, you have to practice confidence. It's not just something that you get and it's like, I'll never have to not be confident a day in my life. Bullshit. Because on the days where you don't want to be confident and then people are like, oh, wow, you know what I mean? You seem so confident. I would have never thought you were going through a fucking midlife crisis or a tragedy or some shit. You're like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's perplexing, isn't it? But they don't know about the times where you just like, all right, you know what? I got to just chill. You know what? So I'm going to just kind of go with the flow, be natural. And that's what they that's what they saw. So they're like, oh, okay, this guy doesn't look tense. Everybody's kind of stressed out, but this guy looks like he's kind of relaxing and stuff like that. But, I mean, the vibe might be the same as you. It's just that how on the appearance on the outside, it looks a little different. You know, and that's okay. 
but you know, not all the time is a confidence there. So it's like, it takes work. It takes practice. And you can practice that like any other skill. You can practice that like singing. You can practice, uh, you can practice handshakes. You can practice when you're walking up to someone, you walk up to them, you shake their hand with a firm grip versus like a little soft, agile, dainty hand. Uh. And then look them straight in the eyes and be like, I fucking love you. And then they're probably going to be weirded out. So don't do that. But if you ever just do that, just know that make sure you send me a picture because that's probably going to be funny. And I would probably laugh at that. Uh, but if you're, um, if you're practicing that, that, you know, maybe you're a little bit shy. So you kind of like look away and stuff, but it's taking you every nerve in your body not to. So you feel like your whole body just sunk from within, but you're just keeping that gaze and you're just like, nice to meet you. And you go away, but you were successful with that, keeping that eye contact. Nice firm handshake because you're working on first uh, impressions because you're going to meet your girlfriend's dad and he's kind of hard on people. But she says that you're a nice guy. So he's like, all right, but you're still taking out his daughter. So it really comes down to what kind of man are you? Do you want to be the. He's like, what? That's my daughter, man. Get out of here. Go find you a real man. Right. Or at least I think I don't know. I'm usually, like, the exception to a lot of shit. Like, what's up, everybody? No, I'm just kidding. I don't do that. But, like, I will. I, You know, I wrote through respect, but that's because respect was taught to me, you know, probably a lot sooner than some other people. And then there was a lot of stuff that wasn't taught to me that was taught to a lot of other people. So, just you know, life lessons and whatnot. But, uh, I mean, you know, keeping that contact. Hello, sir. How you doing? Okay, so you're going to be taking my daughter out? All right, for sure. What do you do? Do you go to school? All right, for sure. All right, cool. Whole time he's judging you or he's having like some sort of like a, is he going to break her heart? Am I going to have to chop off his legs and put him in my trunk? Like these are the questions I need to know from this handshake and this this eye contact right now. So you got to practice that, not even knowing that if you don't get this shit right, you're probably going to get your legs chopped off and put into the back. So you got to really fucking stare into his soul like, I fucking love your daughter. Even though I just met her at Applebee's or whatever. I love her. Don't do that. That's like some really weird. No, I don't know. Fuck it. Just go with it. I don't know what I'm saying. This is not real life advice. This isn't financial advice. This is not, uh, what's the word? Uh, like how you should live your life advice. My interpretation of the bullshit. But it's here for you to take and pull from stuff that you like or that you you want to realize in yourself and then just maybe spark that in a conversation or maybe spark that in life, you know, and these are what these things are for. The whole me versus me podcast is a concept of just a collaboration of information that I've learned along the way, as well as making music that I pretty much use to help myself reflect with some of the stuff, right? Me versus me, Richie versus Richie. But not the Richie who I think I have to be in front of you. It's the Richie who I think that I have to be in front of people in general, right? And if I can beat that Richie every time, every day, I'm winning. And I'm, I'm, I hate to say it, I'm going to be like winning in life 10 times more than anybody who feels like they have to because they just, they feel like that's how they're known now and they'll never be able to change. That's bullshit. And you got to give yourself more credit than that because I've said it once, I'll say it again. 
you're allowed to change at any time that you feel like your life or whatever you're doing no longer serves your purpose. And that's okay because a lot of people don't even know they have a purpose. So it just somewhere it gets meshed in there with like, you know, indoctrinating bullshit. And for the people who don't know what that is, that's pretty much like, give me one second. Back to it. It seems like every time I'm recording, something goes wrong. But it's all good. Well, I guess that's that. Give me one second. Every time I record, this happens. All right, so I'm pretty much going to leave it like that. This is going to be a real short one. Uh, but, you know, I just want to say that to you guys. I hope anything that I've said helps you and stuff. Stay beautiful. All right, goodbye. I pray for this one on the mountaintop. This one on the mountaintop. Taking pictures on my 